of Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Well, we're going to look exactly what is the sealing. There's a lot of things that pertain to the sealing, but what is the sealing of the servants of God in their forehead? Why in their forehead? It's the final apocalyptic sealing in Revelation 7 of the servants of God in their forehead. And I heard the number of them that were sealed and there were sealed 144,000 of the 12 tribes of Israel. When we take a look at the order of the tribes, it changes the order from the battle order that we see there in Exodus 28 in Numbers 10. It changes it because it is a new season and God will always change the order of things. It's different ministration, but the same spirit. Now he that's joined to the Lord is one spirit. And until Jesus came and took on a body of flesh and blood, God himself manifests in the flesh, the law stood as a metal wall of partition, parting God from man. And it was an enmity thereof. The spirit warring against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. These two are contrary one to the other. The law required the shedding of blood because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. There, if the, if the princes of this world had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, who was manifest in the flesh, the Son of God being the Father revealed. There are four different levels of glory specified in the Word of God. Now, what we're going to focus on on this podcast is what is the sealing, sealing of the servants of our God in their forehead. Now, we know that you're sealed by the Holy Ghost until the day of redemption, sealed by the Holy Ghost. Well, what is that? What is the Holy Ghost referring to? Jesus said, I have many things to tell you, disciples but you're not able to bear them now. But when the comfort of the Holy Ghost has come, he will speak of me. For all that the Father has given is given unto me. Therefore, I said he would speak of me and show you things that will come to pass. The revelation of Jesus Christ and those that know and read this book Hear the sayings of this book and uh, keep the sayings of this book, the book of this prophecy. The last book in your Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, sent and signified it by his angel unto John. Now that is the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy, Revelation 19.10. What is the sealing? Well, the sealing is by the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost and how does he seal? Well, Jesus stated right there, you're sealed after you have heard that word, the word of God, and you have said to your seal that God is true. I'll read this to you in Ephesians, the first chapter, And I'm quoting there verse 
12. Ephesians 1, verse 12. That we should be to the praise of His glory, who first trusted in Christ, verse 13, in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth. Well, after. Because it's through the word of God the Holy Ghost seals you. What is a sealing? Obedience to the word of God. Somebody said, well, under the law in Exodus 20, the fourth commandment is a Sabbath as a sign, and the sign being the seal. Well, in the natural law to a natural people with natural boundaries, it was just like circumcision of the flesh was a sign of an Israelite of that that uh, went into the house of God. And he is not a Jew now that is one outwardly and that circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew that is one inwardly. They were talking about the inward man here, not the natural law, but the spiritual law. The seal is not the natural law keeping a natural Sabbath. And we'll prove that in the Word of God. You will never be justified by the keeping of the law. Now, Jesus did not do away with the law. He fulfilled it. But he took the law of Moses to a natural people with natural boundaries and raised it to the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. There, after the baptism of John and Jordan, Jesus then straightway out of the water. There, and the heavens were opened to him, and immediately there came a dove, a boat upon Jesus, a Holy Ghost in his form and shape of a dove. From that day forward, Jesus was in the order, the priesthood of Melchizedek, not of the Aaronic priesthood. He will keep the law, the natural law, in every aspect, the Decalogue. He will keep every aspect of that law. He will be tempted in all points of that law, like as we are, yet without sin, Hebrews 4.15. After he has been tempted in all points, then he that knew no sin will become sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And the righteousness of God is not by the law. Paul said, I've suffered the loss of all things. And I do count it, but dung. Total refuge. Total just excrement, nothing. That I might win Christ and be found not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law. The people that are telling you and the ministries and various denominations telling you that the natural Sabbath and the keeping of a natural Sabbath is a seal, is going back, building that, which that was literally fulfilled and rebuilding it again, making themselves a transgressor. You will never go back in under the law. The natural law, by the works of that law, no flesh will be saved, not even the keeping of a natural Sabbath. That's the reason why when Jesus, 
as uh, his disciples went through the corn and literally rubbed it in their hands and ate. They said, you do that which is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. But Jesus said, and they said, how can this man be of God? For he keepeth not the Sabbath. They did not understand that from that time forward, when Jesus was baptized of John and Jordan to fulfill all righteousness, from that forward, he said, the, the excellent voice from heaven came, this is my beloved son and whom I will please. Hear ye him. You're not listening to the law of Moses now. This is far higher, a very higher state of glory. It's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, which is by faith and by faith alone, not going back and under the law. That's the reason Jesus said, when they said in Mark 12, 29, the scribe came to Jesus and said, what's the greatest, what's the first commandment, what's the dominant commandment of all? And Jesus said, the dominant, the first commandment of all is here, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. From these two hangeth all the law and the prophets. What? Yes, because the love of God constrains us. The seal is the love. We see that in Song 8. Matter of fact, when the Song of Solomon, he mentioned it. And I'm reading here in Song, Song of Songs, Solomon number 3,000 Proverbs and 1,005 Songs. And this is a song of songs in Song 8, Canticles 8, verse 6. Set me as a seal upon thine heart. As a seal upon thine arm. That is what a man loves is what he will in life reflect and do. For love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire which hath a most vehement flame. He's talking about love there being the seal upon the heart, upon the spirit of man. So he's not a Jew that is one outwardly in the circumcision of the flesh. He is a Jew that is one inwardly and the circumcision of the heart in the spirit whose praise is not of man, but of God. Now, we see that what the Sabbath is, that pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be a time of great tribulation. Such as there never was, such as was a nation, no, nor ever shall be again. And except those days be shortened, there will no flesh be saved. Well, then it's not a natural Sabbath. It's not a keeping of a natural, you know, that seventh day or last day of the week, which would be Saturday. Well, would to God it was. We just simply keep a natural day and say, there, we're under the law and we've done it. But that's simply not the truth. It's the spiritual side now. It's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. By the works of the law, no flesh shall be saved. And that's the reason Paul said, 
I've suffered the loss of all things, do count it but dumb, that I might win Christ. And he tells us there, not be found having mine own righteousness, which is of the law. Now the Jews went after, after God and a zeal for the Lord, but not according to wisdom. They missed that weeder, the, the, the meteor, the weightier matter of the law, which was what it was literally made for. Man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath for the man. They missed the point. Jesus said, if you'd have known this, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. And they're telling you that you're going to keep a natural Sabbath and you're going back for that sacrifice instead of the mercy. By the works of that law, no flesh should be saved, neighbor. No matter by taking the Old Testament, yes. But in the New Testament, we find that Jesus fulfilled that law and took the ordinances of it and nailed it to his cross. Thereby breaking down the middle wall of partition. Slaying the enmity thereby, thereby making peace. One new man. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The second Adam, that last Adam, Christ Jesus, was made a quickening spirit. Breaking down the middle wall of partition, the ordinances of, of the law. So if you're under the law, you're not under grace. And you will never go back and fill the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus by keeping the law. There's, there, that's the reason why he said it's the word. You're sealed by the Holy Ghost through the word of God. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. There's different levels in the revelation of Jesus. The final revelation is in the last book of the word of God, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Sent and signified it by his angel unto John. It's not a natural Sabbath. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21 says, pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on that Sabbath day. Sabbath day? Then there is a revelation there. But then at that time, there will be great tribulation. Not just tribulation. In the world, you have tribulation. Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. But he said, great tribulation. Such as there never was, such as was a nation, no, nor ever shall be again. That's the Sabbath. That's the wrapping up. That is the seventh day. It is... Uh, the final coming unto perfection for the body of Christ, not by the works of the law, not by keeping of a natural Sabbath. But that is that spiritual Sabbath, they remaineth a rest to the people of God. In Hebrews 4, Paul said, Take heed lest a promise slip any of you. That's the word of God. These exceedingly great and precious promises given to us, whereby we escape the corruption of the world through lust. How? Through the word that we might be made partakers of his divine nature. The sealing is through the Holy Ghost by the word, through the word. Because the Holy Ghost will speak of me, Jesus said, the word of God. 
and show you things as the things of faith. Faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. Now, let's see what Paul says here. He said, after you've heard the word of truth, well, you're sanctified through the truth. Thy word is true. So it's through the word of God. The gospel of your salvation in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed. How? By the word. The Holy Ghost, sealed by the Holy Ghost through the word of God. Your mind there is not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. And there's no way that is keeping a natural Sabbath day under the law. Now, it sounds good. It would work before the cross, but not after the cross. Because now we're not under the law, we're under grace. And it says you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, the down payment, the earnest money, until the redemption. There is a progression there. Until the redemption of the purchased possession, what he has uh, literally in the inheritance for the saints, what in the inheritance of the possession, what he has possessed unto the praise of his glory. So the whole will of God from the foundation of the world has been to gather all things together in Christ Jesus. That's a mystery of his will to the praise of his glory, not ours, his coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ Jesus. Notice also, Paul will say to the church at Colossia. Now that was Ephesians 1. He said, you're sealed by the word. What is a seal? The word of God. In faith believing. And having after you hear that word of truth, afterward you're sealed. But you'll be tried as by fire that these manifold temptations that you're in. Count it all a joy through these fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you, but rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. Why? That the glory of God will be revealed in you. You're not on the call to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer. So the final Sabbath is the great tribulation where the saints of God will be hated of all nations for his name's sake, some will be delivered up to be put to death. And at that time, there will literally be a seal upon the servants of God that even though they might be delivered unto death, not one hair of their head will perish. They will not be deceived with a great delusion and strong delusion and great deception in the last days, for they are sealed by that word after they have been through the fire, that the glory can be revealed in you. So you've added to your faith virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, self-controlled in all things, temperance, patience. After you've done the will of God, you have need of patience. Then patience, godliness. That's the godlike. Then godliness, brotherly kindness. And charity rejoices in that 
in the kindness and rejoices in the truth. What's that? That charity is by receiving the truth in the proceeding word of God unto perfection. In the unity of the faith, which is the knowledge of God in the word. Growing up into him in all things. Faith is the substance of things. How do you grow up in him? Into him in all things in Christ Jesus. So you're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. It's through the word of God. Notice that Paul said to the church at Colossia, chapter 2, and I'm reading in verse 13, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances, the ordinances of the law that was against us, which was contrary to us, the Ten Commandments, the Decalogue. Why? And took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. He put it out of the way. Why? But then we come under grace. Grace there reigns through righteousness. Romans 5. Then he goes on and says, so we will not misunderstand this great apostle wrote 14 books of the New Testament, had the Holy Ghost, and because studying under the feet of Gamaliel, well versed in the law. Peter even saying some things as revealed unto Paul, some things being hard to understand, while some wrestle, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. We have to watch why we handle these exceedingly great and precious promises, the word of God. He said, Jesus, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So what? Now, listen to the next verse. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day, the holy days, the Moed, the divine appointments of God with man in the feast of the Lord, the feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of first fruits, the feast of weeks. Then we go to season of tabernacles the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Let no man judge you in that. Or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, holy convocations. And that Sabbath is a rest to the people of God. In Hebrews 4, if Jesus had given them rest, Still in a future sense. The rest being uh, washing and regeneration and renewing in the Holy Ghost. If Jesus had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day. He said the time is coming and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and those that hear shall live. What are these Sabbath days? The Sabbath natural day he says, which are a shadow of things to come. But what does it refer to? 
but the body is of Christ. It's all a shadow of truth in the seasons of God for the body of Christ, the church. Not going back under the law. So keeping of a natural Sabbath is not the sealing. The sealing is sealed by the Holy Ghost. After you've heard the word of truth, then you're sealed by the Holy Ghost until the day of redemption. But you have to receive the word of God. Not just keeping a natural seventh day or a Sabbath day. Being the seventh day of the week in a natural law. No, sir. Is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So therefore, to the law. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And to the testimony. What testimony? The testimony of Jesus. In the Old Testament, the testimony was the mercy seat. And the Ark of the Covenant was called, many times, the testimony. What is the testimony now? Well, the testimony now is the spirit of prophecy. Where is that? That seals upon your heart. The Word of God. And that is what we're going to see in the last day sealing of the servants of God in their forehead. There are four basic growths that each level requires a sealing in the present truth. John gives us these specifically in 1 John 2, verse 12 through 14, showing us the growth. He said, there we know that newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word they may grow thereby. They're born of the water and the spirit. Their sins are forgiven for his name's sake. Then they grow to little children. And he said, all right, you little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake, you're more newborn babies, but you've grown to little children. Why? Because I write you little children because you've known the father. Now you have a revelation that Jesus is the father. The son of God is the father revealed. No man knoweth the son, but the father. No man knoweth the father, but the son and to whom he will reveal him. Jesus said, I am my father one. John 8, 24, uh, Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, the father, you shall die in your sins. Those are little children. Is that full grown? No. The sealing is not, is not accomplished as fathers yet. They've been sealed as little children. And then as they walk in the light, as he's in the light, then they have fellowship one with another, blood flow with the body of Christ. And uh, then the, the, the sins are then forgiven. We walk in the light as he's in the light. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus, which is continually flowing, it is dynamics, not static. And we eat the flesh of Jesus and drink his blood, which that blood is in the New Testament given for you, the word of God. We're back to the word. You will seal, be sealed by the Holy Ghost through the word. Because the Holy Ghost will speak of me, Jesus said, and show you things. The things are the things of faith, not a natural Sabbath. Now, many will err and judge and judge you in a Sabbath day. Not understanding that it is by faith in full, the full measure of the stature of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man in the unity of the faith. The unity of the faith. 
Not the unity of holding a Sabbath day. The unity of the faith. Therefore, we're going now to the next step in Revelation the second and Revelation the third chapter are young men. They're the overcomers, and it's through the word of God. That's the reason you say, hear Jesus in each of the church. The churches, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, uh, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. Thus saith, and he goes on. That's the voice of the Lord. That is the proceeding word of God. And then those that hear and obey, he said, then will be overcomers. And him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I overcame and sat down with my father in his throne. Each one, he gives us what it means to be an overcomer, which are the young men. I write to you young men because the word of God is strong in you and you have overcome the wicked one. 1 John 2, 12 through 14. But that final sealing in Revelation 7 is sealing the servants of God in their forehead. That is the final sealing in the mind of Christ. How did you get it? By keeping a natural Sabbath? Ha, no way. You got it simply by the word of God and obedience unto righteousness. Romans 6. And how do you know they'll do the will of God? How are you going to grow up into him in all things? We have to know what that final ceiling is, that it's that of fathers. Notice in Malachi 4. We are told then, remember my servant Moses, behold, I send you Elijah. Before the great and terrible day of the Lord come, he will turn the hearts, that spirit of Elijah, the last day word of God as it's proclamated, preached through all the world. Then he'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Oh, my. Well, you've got to have fathers and children. Well, the children know that Jesus is the father, but they're not full grown. They have to go to young men, which are overcomers. That's Revelation, the second and third chapter. Then Revelation 4. Revelation 5, 6 on, tells about the living creatures, the four and 20 seats in heaven, where we're made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and the four and 20 elders, and four beasts before the throne of God. We look at the throne room revelation, and there we see a lion, man, calf, and eagle, which are the zoe, which are the living creatures. They didn't get there by keeping a Sabbath, a natural Sabbath day. They got there through the word of God and overcoming in all things. And they are the living creatures. That is the, the seal of young men in obedience. But there remains another seal. The final sealing in the word of God, going from faith to faith, from glory to glory until the final measure of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man. And that's in Revelation 7. It's not by keeping a natural Sabbath. The seal is by the Holy Ghost through the Word. The Word is the seal. By knowing those things of faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. There is no other way to be sealed. The sealing is by faith in knowing those things. That is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's given to us in Revelation 1 verse 1. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants. That's us. Show unto his servants things. Those are faith. The things of faith. Growing up into him in all things, all truth. Not partial truth. And certainly not by keeping a natural Sabbath day. That's ludicrous. No. That is literally growing up into him in all things and all truth. And uh, we find that in Revelation uh, Revelation 10. John heard the seven thunders uttered their voices, and he was about to write. But it's not going to come that way. The only way it's coming is through that word of God. There was a little book, a Bibliaridion. The Biblion is the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. The Bibliaridion is that little book. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ with all the other books compacted together as a small book. They eat all of it. But nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. You've got to take it by force. John, in the spirit of Elijah, John John the Baptist foreran Jesus' first coming. That was uh, the Messiah, Hamashiach ben Yosef the suffering Messiah. But now, Hamashiach ben David, that that Messiah, son of David. And there, we find that there is that little book, a Bibliaridium, the revelation of Jesus Christ, that in this book of this prophecy, if you add any things to this book, the plagues of this book will be added to you. If you take away from the words of the book of this book, the, the sayings of this book. Your name will be blotted out of the holy city, blotted out, and blotted out of the book of life. Somebody said, once saved, always saved. You better take a good look at it. You've got to finish this race. You can't just start it. It's going all the way, walking in the light. For the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. And that light is shining more until the final measure of the statue of Jesus, into the unity of the faith, into the knowledge of the Son of God, Epikonosko, that's in a perfect image of Jesus, unto a perfect man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. And we find the fathers there mentioned in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I write unto you fathers, there they are, because you've known him that's from the beginning. Well, you have, have to establish everything in the mouth of two witnesses. John, in his epistle, says this again, I have written unto you fathers because you have known him that's from the beginning. That's the word of God. That is the son of man office in the kingdom office. You've known him that's from the beginning. Well, in the beginning was the word. What do you see about and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. There is the Word that you're sealed thereby. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy Word is truth, not keeping of a Sabbath day. The Word of God into all truth. 
That's the reason John was to take the little book out of the angel's hand and eat all of it, not part of it, all of it. You've got to go into all truth. Somebody said, we'll understand it in the sweet by and by. No, the body of Christ, the wise will understand these things, the things of faith. The faith that was once delivered to the saints is now being revealed to the true body of Christ that will go on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. John, take that book out of the angel's hand and eat you all of it. It'll be sweet to your mouth as honey. There's the love. Butter and honey shall everyone eat that's left in the land. The remnant of her seed will eat butter and honey that they may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Isaiah 7. That Christ in you. You're crucified with Christ, nevertheless you live. Yet, not you, but Christ liveth in you. How do you live? By keeping a Sabbath? No. Is that the seal? No. You live by the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. He has delivered to every man the measure of faith. All we have to do is obey. Whosoever you yield your members as servants to obey, him are the servants to whom you obey, whether of sin and of death or of obedience unto righteousness. And grace reigns through that righteousness. And any time we turn from righteousness into unrighteousness and breach the word, immediately a snake will bite us. Break down the wall, a bear will meet us. Because it's through that word that we are sealed by the leading of the Holy Ghost. We can't read it like a newspaper. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth the life. Therefore, John, it'll be sweet to your mouth as honey. That honey is the love for God. It's the revelation of Jesus. And you love him, you keep his commandments. That's what the Song of Solomon said, that the seal is upon our heart, which is love. That charity that will cover a multitude of sins is the love for God based in doing his will. Charity is not just love. It's love based in the word of God, based in the word in doing his will. And that's the reason the overcomers are not conformed to this world. They're transformed by the renewing of their mind. And that's the reason why they're sealed in their forehead because they have the mind of Christ. Why? That, why that they are transformed by the renewing of their mind? Why? That they may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is. You have to do the will of God individually that God has called each individual member of the body of Christ for. For work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. For God worketh in you, the Holy Ghost, worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Well, how do I know the will of God for my life? Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to be sealed in that mind, in the forehead, the mind of Christ. Why? That you may prove 
What is that good and acceptable? The perfect will of God for you is. Those are the fathers. John in Revelation 10, that love of God, it'll be sweet to your mouth as honey. Honey's revelation. Jonathan took his sword and they were battling the Philistines. They had, Saul had proclaimed a fast and he put his sword in the honey and ate it. And his eyes were opened. Revelation, the love for God. Well, John, when he eats this little book that was sweet to his mouth as honey, as the mouth trieth the meat, so the ear trieth the word. Take heed how you hear. The same measure you meet with all be measured to you again. To him that hath shall be given, he'll have the more. The more you obey God, the more he'll give you. But to him that hath not, if that new wine fails in you, then it'll be cast out. It'll be cast out meat for the dunghill. And that's the reason Hosea 9, he said the new wine will fail in there. We have to make our new wineskins, our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. We have to have a transformed mind in order to receive that sealing in our foreheads. It is coming with the mind of Christ, literally crucified to the world and the world crucified unto you. Setting your affections on the things above, not on the things beneath, the things of faith. Well, John, in that latter day, which is the church. Somebody said, that couldn't be us. Yes, it is. Because John foreran Jesus' first coming in the spirit of Elijah. And Elijah will first come and restore all things. Jesus said so, stated it in uh, Matthew 17, Acts 3, 20 and 21. The heavens must receive Jesus into the times of the restitution or restoration of all things. That's the things of faith. Until all faith is given to the body of Christ, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Then we come to that image of Jesus. He'll put in the sickle. The harvest will be full and ripe. That's the reason why he said those that he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. Not something less, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And those that he did predestinate, them he called. Well, we can still, many call, few chosen. We have to be obedient unto righteousness, unto the full measure of the statue of Jesus Christ, growing up into him in all things, all truth and not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. There, he said there, many that he called. Them that he called, he justified. Your justification is by faith. And then, not faith, they're keeping a law, keeping a natural Sabbath. Like Paul said, having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith. It's the only way you can please God, not by keeping a natural Sabbath, seventh Sabbath day. Let no man judge you in a Sabbath day. No, because a Sabbath day is a time. It's the final consummation of all things. It is the alphane. It is uh, the end. And it's a time of trouble, time of great tribulation. Since there never was, such it was a nation, no, shall, should, nor shall ever be again. And that flight, what flight? It's on the Sabbath. You find that in Revelation 12. There's two wings of a great eagle. 
given to the woman, the church, where she flies, where? Into the wilderness. She's not raptured. She flies into the wilderness where she had the place prepared of God, where she's nourished from the serpent for a time, times dividing of a time, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days, the time of the great tribulation, that God raises up a standard against him. It is the greatest time to be alive, but it's not a natural Sabbath. That is not the sealing of God in our foreheads. That is the word of God unto perfection. That's, uh, that's John eating all the book. And it'll be sweet to his mouth as honey, bitter to his belly. That's the sufferings. That's the cross. No man's going to give it to you. You've got to take it, just like John took it. And it's told John, the body of Christ, you must again prophesy, preach, proclamate, promulgate this gospel. You must again prophesy before many kindreds, nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. Many nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. Who? John, the body of Christ. The ones that have received the word that God has given through John, signified it to John for his servants, for those things that must shortly come to pass. Those things are the things of faith. So John took that book. The law and the prophets were under John since that time and pressed their way into it. Paul, who wrote 14 books of the New Testament, said, I'm not perfect yet, neither have I already attained. But I'm trying to, to apprehend that of which I'm apprehended of Christ, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth to those things which are before, the faith, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. As many as be perfect, be thus minded. There's your mind, the mind of Christ. The renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you individually is. If we don't do that will of God, neighbor, he will say, I never knew you because you did not do the will of God. They will profess unto Jesus, Matthew 7. Lord, we prophesied in your name. We have done many wonderful works in your name. We have cast out devils in your name. And Jesus will say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Iniquity is lawlessness. Not being led of the Spirit of God into all truth. And obeying it. Not a hear of the word, but a do of the word. Not calling the Lord, Lord and doing not the things which he tells us. And that, he said, depart from me, you that work iniquity, for I never knew you, for you did not do the will of my Father which is in heaven. You didn't do the will of God. And it's God that's been working in you both the will and the do. The fathers are the overcomers in Revelation, the second and third chapter. Then they've gone on to know this work, the work of the ministry, a strange work. Bring to pass this act, a strange act. They know the judgment to the lion, righteousness to the plummet. They know these things of God. Search out of the book and read. Not one of these things shall fail. Oh, that they were wise. They, they would consider or know their latter end to the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus, to the testimony, the spirit of prophecy. If any man speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them.
The word of God is your seal. What is the seal of God? Obedience to the word of God by faith. Believing unto righteousness. And we find that in Romans 6. Whosoever you yield your members of servants to obey, him are the servants to whom you obey. Whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Obedience is not just keeping a natural law of a natural Sabbath. Let no man judge in that Sabbath day because that Sabbath day is coming. It's in the winter. It is on the Sabbath, a time of great tribulation. That natural testimony was a lid there to the Ark of the Covenant, the, the propitiatory, the mercy seat, of which there were seven, seven uh, the blood sprinkled seven times upon the mercy seat. And the cherubim looking toward the mercy seat and the mercy seat of the mercy seat, looking toward the mercy seat, looking toward that blood. But what's the testimony now? You are living epistles. You are a city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. You are a royal priesthood. You are lively stones where is built up a spiritual house whereby we offer praises unto God. The testimony of Jesus are the ones that have that spirit of prophecy, which is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That is the ceiling. You went from one ceiling from faith to faith from glory to glory, from newborn babes to little children. But then you went from little children in doing the will of God, the word of God being strong in you, and overcoming as young men. Then the final ceiling is the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus as fathers. You'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. You will bring that word of those two anointed sons of all, which are the two olive trees, which are the cherubim of glory shadowing the mercy seat, to the body of Christ. And literally, the body of Christ will come to the fullness of measure of the statue of Jesus. That is not keeping a natural Sabbath. <laughs> Far from it, friend. No. It is the faith toward God. It is the righteousness of God, the faith that he has given us, the righteousness, the righteousness of God by faith, through faith and faith alone. And it has gone from faith. You've added to it virtue, virtue, uh, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, brother, uh, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity, and charity then is full grown. Rejoices in the truth. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child. That of, that's the first level of growth in going from glory to glory. And each glory is a ceiling. Ceiling to the seal that after you've received the word of truth, you're sealed. You've been sealed from babies, but you don't stay there. You're leaving, therefore, the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go on to perfection. Hebrews 6, not laying again the foundation of faith toward God. Repentance from dead works. Doctrine of baptism, laying on the hands, resurrection, eternal judgment. This will we do if God permit. We are to go on. What is a child? I speak as a child, understood as a child. But when I became a man, fully grown in the Lord Jesus Christ, I put away these childish things. When that which is perfect has come, all that which we know in part will be done away with. Then we will know even as we're known of him. 1 Corinthians 13. And when that perfect is come, coming under perfection, perfection to the measure of the statue of Jesus is not by keeping a natural Sabbath. 
Oh, come on, saints of God. Got to come to the measure of the statue of Jesus, walking in Christ and fulfilling his will in your life in order to have the Revelation 7 apocalyptic seal of God in the servants of God's forehead. Those are the only ones sealed, and it's through and by the Holy Ghost in the Word of God receiving it by faith. And after you've received it, you're sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise until the day of redemption, until the whole creation moaneth and groaneth in pain to be delivered into the glorious liberty of the sons of God. And not only they, but we also which have the first fruits of the Spirit do groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our bodies, our vile body fashioned like it is glorious body. For we know when we see him, we shall be as he is. Don't be deceived. Don't go back under the law. You're under grace, coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, in and through receiving his word unto perfection. The revelation of uh, John, that revelation of Jesus given to John, eat that little book, eat all of it, in the words of the book of this prophecy, and you will be sealed by the Holy Ghost right there in the apocalyptic sealing of Revelation 7. Be confident of this very thing, that he that hath begun a good work in you will fulfill it, will perform it until the, until the day of the Lord Jesus. A friend we love, if this, uh, if this Holy Ghost says uh, the Spirit beareth witness with your spirit that this is truth, we'd love to hear from you. God bringing his body into one. We have thousands of ministers all over Africa, India, Nepal, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Philippines, Pakistan, all over that are coming into this truth. And we're just as servants for you. Pop the rag, shine your shoes. We're servants of God for you. We love to join with you in the work of the ministry. So give us a call or write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or drop us a message. Any questions you have, please drop them in there and we will do our best to answer them. You go to our website, drop us a message there at sealinggodspeople.com, sealinggodspeople.org, or dennisbeard.org. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold the real Jesus.